0: Can Utah win the Big 12 in 2024? We're talking about it on today's Locked On Utes.
1: You are Locked On Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Hello, everyone, and thank you for making Lockdown to your first listen every single day. We are available on all platforms, including YouTube and wherever you may get your podcasts. This is your first time listening, so make sure you guys like and subscribe. My name is J.T. Wister, so former intern inside the University of Utah Athletic Department. And on today's show, we're talking all things Utah to the Big 12. Before we fully dive into the 2023 Utah football season, their final in the Pac-12, I thought it'd be fun to look ahead a little bit to the biggest news, obviously, the college football off offseason that all these teams have been le- relocating changing conferences and that includes utah going over to the big 12 and in order to help me do that it is the host of the lockdown big 12 podcast drake C. Toll, and drake when talking about utah in the big 12 can they win it in 2024 I think they can. It's going to be difficult, as we're going to talk about in a second. But I do think there's a chance that they can win this conference just because of the level that Utah football has been playing at the last few seasons. And they're going to lose a lot after this year. as I said. We'll talk about that in a second. But uh, they're going to have a lot of guys coming back. And just the identity and the style they play. You know, defense wins championships, run the ball, control the clock. Utah's always going to be really good at this thing. So while there's questions about how the quarterbacks are going to be next year as well, I do think if Utah is strong in the trenches, and I expect them to be again, and they run the football, I do think that there is a chance that Utah could win the Big 12 in 2024.
1: You know, no Dalton Kincaid this season. No Mr. Pick 6 and Clark Phillips. Yes. It really Utah's trajectory into the Big Twelve to me depends on how well this team can play in twenty twenty three. Can Utah show in the last year of the Pac twelve, we are a caliber unit that can win the conference. To me, they're my pick. A lot of a lot of Washington is smoke and mirrors. I think Utah has it set up with Cam rising if he can stay healthy so to win the Pac twelve. Here's the problem, and here's the reason Utah will not win. Will not win the Big Twelve in 2024. Now, I want to preface this: somebody out there is screaming at the TV or screaming at their phones, like, "Oh, yes, they can! Kansas can win the Big Twelve in twenty. Any any team yes. can mm-hmm. quote can win the Big Twelve. Somebody's got to do it. The reason why Utah will not do it is inconsistency under Kyle Whittingham. And again, somebody is screaming at their phone and their TV. Look, all 16 teams can have me on. I can't say that all of them can win the can win the Big Twelve look at this, a loss to Oregon state, a loss to San Diego state, a loss to BYU a couple years ago. Then last season, you drop a game to UCLA, Oregon, Penn state, Florida. Those are better teams, but still where, where's my big one, Kyle? Where's my big one? Where's my, where's my, you, you can't come no to USC big... last year. That's this. That's not a big one. Uh, you want, the, Lincoln, you can something. take Lincoln Riley. year one USC. That's fine. I got to watch Lincoln Riley get his ass handed to him a couple of times in Waco against Baylor teams that weren't that good. So, when I look at Utah, I, I asked I ask you, can your four losses win the Big 12? Can your four losses? And I, I, I think no. And here's also this, too. Take it, guys, take it with a grain of salt. Take it with a grain of salt because I, I don't hate Utah. I really don't. I, I think I've said that on a show before, but I don't. <laughs> I do think Texas Tech's going to own this league for years to come. I think Kansas State is really good. I believe that there are a couple of these new teams. Maybe Colorado under Deion Sanders can have a turnaround. Utah, to me, Is it? And and here you go. I'm not blowing hot air up your skirt. I'm telling you how it is. Utah to me is a upper half, obviously, Big 12 team in 2024. Can they compete with Texas Tech and Kansas State and TCU who just went to the national championship game? I'm not going to say yes yet. I'm not going to say they can win this league yet. I need to see it before I can before I can blow that hot air up your skirt.
0: I, oh, first of all, I like that you came in hot right there. I, I do. I personally I got disagree. fired up. I'm I sorry. I, I got to take you it. A, you know, you started out so well. You want us all over. You're like, you know, going Clark Phillips, Dalton Kincaid. Like I like Utah. They're my pick to win. And then you totally swept the rug out from under all the Utah. And then they're not
1: my pick to win the big 12 in 2024. All the now, I'll way, give but... you the pac 12 this year, but not the big 12. Yeah. next year. <laughs> uh,
0: like I said, I, I disagree with a few of the things, but I'd rather focus on the, the big 12 persona, especially. Um, okay. I do the biggest reason I think that, Can Utah win the Big 12 in 24? Yeah. Yes, they can. But it's going to be really tough because I just don't know. We haven't seen – look, Utah, they've won a lot. I mean, when you look at their last three full seasons, they've won 31 games. That would be the most of any Big 12 team in that span. And when I say full seasons, I take Mm -hmm. out the COVID year. But I will add with an asterisk, had the COVID year been in place – and yeah, Cam got hurt against USC, so that's another thing where it's like, well, maybe they would have been better if they had Cam again. Uh, I don't think Utah was set up for as much of a successful year that year. Jake Bentley really yeah. struggled. So there's some other things as well. Um, I, I can get behind some of the things that you brought up, but it's just hard when you're going to lose this Utah team could lose their top two running backs. Their quarter. Yeah. They will use their quarterback. Yep. They're going to lose their best, not one, but two pass catchers. And then defensively as well, you're going to lose. One linebacker, potentially two to three defensive linemen. That are really do, do, good. Wait, 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 are you players hearing players. what you're saying
1: right now? Yeah. Are you hearing what you're explaining to
0: me? And then you disagree with me and say that Utah can. Win. I'm not saying they can't. I was I'm, I was trying to be devil's advocate, play both sides. They you, you just jumped in right away and went with the negative side. So I would love to hear for you how, since I drove in the negative there, how do you? what would be Utah's path to winning the Big 12 this year?
1: Utah's path yes, to winning the Big 12 in 2024 yes. is cannibalism. It's cannibalism. Yes. Yes. It's the Donner party. It's mm-hmm. what it is, is the team that wins the league goes nine and three. Mm-hmm. Utah is has not proven under Kyle Whittingham. Hey, we can go undefeated. Uh, mm-hmm. And look, I, that's a tough thing to do. It's a terribly tough thing to do. So that's no slight on Whittingham. Uh, it's I don't no know if slight-
0: any of those big 12 teams have proven that recently either. That are Bingo. Leading
1: bingo and that's what's going to help utah is this is a league of cannibals mm-hmm. a nine and three team can win the conference a 10 and two team can win the conference if utah can play with consistency if utah can get over the hump because you look at what has killed some of these some of these recent big 12 champions is a kind of a rogue loss like a, a baylor lost in the regular season to oklahoma state and then came back and won it uh, you got a tcu team that obviously their season what they got their first their first loss in the Big Twelve championship game against Kansas State, but at, at twelve and one, you know that Baylor team's a twelve win team. Give me a Utah team that can that can go nine and three, ten and two in a year where everybody else in the Big Twelve goes nine and three, ten and two. There's your shot at a Big Twelve championship, and I believe here here's where you get a great advantage. Utah knows what it's like to play in a conference title game. If you've got a nine and three Oklahoma State against ten and two Utah in the Big Twelve championship game give me the Utah Utes because they've been in conference championship games they've won conference championship games under Whittingham so if you get up to the doorstep if you get right there I've got a lot of confidence in Utah it's just a matter of being one of the lucky teams who are nine and three ten and two that are able to the wiggle their way into that mix the way the algorithm the ratio whatever it is falls
0: mm-hmm yeah, I think that's a really good point. And uh, the one thing that's really, we are in uncharted territory for this coming college f- in 24 and just in general is all these teams relocating conferences. We haven't seen, like, how are these teams going to do in New Year's playing in new yeah. environments, uh, new against new teams, new recruiting landscapes? How is all that going to change everything? I think that's going to be really interesting to watch overall. Just because I have a little bit more time before I want to squeeze an ad read in, I will say to a couple of the points you made against Utah, the <laughs> 21 season, I get what you're saying with the San Diego State and BYU game, I will say Cam Ryan Came in, well, didn't play against BYU, and that was Charlie Brewer. And I know you're, I, I know yeah. Brewer was your guy and did some cool things, but uh, this is not, not, not my play. guy, it's not, guy. <laughs> it's not my guy, not your guy, not your guy, wasn't oh. your guy either. <laughs> he was, de- oh, he's definitely not my guy. I thought maybe no. just because a little bit of the success you guys had, you might, you might like to claim him a little bit more, but apparently not. Um, but yeah, we really struck Utah that was not the best version of that team that year because they hadn't had Camden there yet. San Diego State, he came in at half because Brewer was struggling so much and then mounted a comeback. But you do have a really good point about the road losses last year, the ones against UCLA and Oregon. I know Cam was dinged up a little bit, but still not. But I mean, he's worth showing as a quarterback. Just a general was a tough look. And uh, you should find a way to win that week one Florida game overall. I think if Utah would go back, they really wish they could have too. So yes. I think a lot of good points and fair yes. points you made about why Utah could could, could, May not struggle, but still well, and, not go to the big 12 championship. Yeah. Were JT, your... There's,
1: there's a lot of coulda, woulda, shoulda in there. And yes. I, and I get <laughs> it right. Everybody is, Oh, we were on the cusp. Oh, we were mm-hmm. right there. And look at a Baylor team that was six and seven last year who I liken to a Utah or a BYU. There's there, to me, there's a pot of teams five or six that had recent success in their conferences from the PAC 12 or the big 12 who remind me of each other. And you know, there are a lot of fan bases who said, Oh, we could have won that. Oh, we were close to winning that. And I, I, I agree. I 100% agree, but I also, again, again, still lost the games
0: yes and you're right and you're right and that's what'll be interesting to see if they can do it against a slew of new opponents come in 2024 and uh one thing that's going to hinge on utah's success in 2024 is just the state of the program in general because as we mentioned yeah. they're gonna be losing a lot of talent so that is what we're going to be talking about in one second but first want we'll to talk to you guys about our friends at better help this episode of locked on is sponsored by better help with BetterHelp, they are—they allow you guys to do a lot of great things. You can take the time when you feel uncertain about what you have going on in life, or what the right path was and is. Just how you go through it. Sometimes in life, we're faced with tough choices and the path forward isn't always clear. Whether you're dealing with a decision around career, relationship, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life. So you can move forward with confidence, excitement, trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything. The more you practice, the easier it gets overall. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matches with licensed therapists and switch therapists anytime with no additional charge let therapy be your map with better help visit betterhelp.com slash locked on college today to get 10 percent off your first month that's BetterHelp help pcom slash locked on college all righty drake coming back into this one uh when talk about where does utah football rank in the new big 12 yeah um I I think based on – if you like I mentioned, if you're looking at some of the recent success overall, just what they've achieved, Pac-12 champs, back-to-back years, and they'll be the ones coming into this as well who just have that success of, I mentioned, three years. They've won 31 games. That would be the most of any team in that span. Um, In 23, they were the highest-ranked recruiting class. Over Big 12 members overall. DCU was second, uh TCU right be- was right behind them. Utah was at 20th. They were at 21 overall in 2023 recruiting class for members that are going to be in the conference in 2024. Obviously, the Oklahoma and Texas, they were higher. Uh, there's no saying that. Well, um, JC oh, and I was, don't mean to hijack I'm not okay. gonna your show here. We got? Is that 24/7? Where'd you find that? I did go to 24-7. Do you not we don't use 24/7 in the Big 12? We absolutely
1: use 24-7 in the Big 12. And last update on August 21st, my 24-7 showing BY Utah Behind teams like Kansas State, UCF, Baylor, Texas Tech, tc For the
0: twenty-three or twenty-four,
1: twenty-three. With different twenty-four sevens here. (laughs) You know what? We're going to err on the side of
0: yours. Hey, it's my my show, so I like that. Bingo. (laughs) But either way, I think this Utah team yeah. is recruiting at a high level. They've won a lot overall. Yeah. So I agree with you. I think they have to be towards the top. If you're talking about recent success mm-hmm. of the teams that are going to be there, I think I can make an argument for them to be number one overall. But I do think it's fair to, as you mentioned, take in the totality and the history. And this is a Utah football program that is going to be going through a change overall. But I do believe I genuinely think they belong in the top five overall. What would you say to that?
1: Yeah, I, I here's this. I would say from a recruiting standpoint for Utah, and I meant that in Jess talking about twenty four seven, they they what I use is Brett Siencia at Pick Six Previews. His magazine is That's spectacular. Good Very good job. He has, U- he has Utah at 21 in his picks right now uh, and th- number 26 team in the last five years in recruiting. And that is huge. That is huge. Recruiting is going to be big in this conference. I am a little leery of B- of Utah's recruiting in 2024. That's where I look and say, oh, whoa, what are we doing here? But also UCF is the number one team in the Big 12 in 24, according to 24-7. So mm-hmm. I, right, I-, I think things are going to shake out in yes. a really weird way. Utah still has not put together even half of its class and you hold out for transfers as well Uh, you look here's your clip you'd be an idiot to think utah is not a top five team in the big 12 in 2024 you'd be an absolute idiot and there are going to be some idiots who put utah at six or seven or eight in the preseason rankings that year in that 16 team league hell i might be one of those idiots when the time comes but as it sits right now body of work you're getting the best Pac 12 team in football into the big 12 do i think they win it in year one I don't know. Not for me to say yes, but I do know they're a top five team. The only thing, the biggest thing that's sliding Utah right now is a portion. I want to give you a lot of credit. A small portion, but a vocal portion of the fan base has been atrocious. (laughs) There have been so many. I'm going to call them rogue Utah fans that have said, "Oh, we hate the Big 12, and we we you know they've been fighting it for a year. We would never want to be in the Big 12." And what I want to do, if you go back to a show that you recorded. Could Utah go to the Big 12? And you scroll through the comments, guaranteed, almost everyone says, I would hate to be in the Big 12. The Pac-12 is the best place to be. (laughs) Utah was riding the ship down. We had the Big 12 had a lifeboat. Utah was riding the Titanic down and refusing, refusing the lifeboat. And then once Utah got in the lifeboat, they started spitting in the faces of the other members in the lifeboat. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't. But I think the regular, the normal Utah fans, happen to have you. The five of you that just are the (laughs) worst, you can stay in the Pac-12. You can die with George Klyovkov. It's fine by me.
0: The loudest sometimes could just make it seem like there's more than there are. uh, The silent
1: majority is good, and I like a lot of Utah fans. I like a lot of Utah fans. They're great on Twitter as well. But, man, the sucky ones (laughs) suck.
0: Uh I could I, I definitely get behind that. And uh, I think another thing as well, because I, for a while, I got a lot of flack for saying I wanted Utah to stay in the Pac-12, but that was simply because... That was I, you? Me, you were one of them? I was one of them. God <laughs> bless, let, man. Let me, let me finish. <laughs> I had said I knew what it would do to the Pac-12 if we left. And I did not. Yeah. I don't like the position that Oregon State yeah. and Washington State are in right now. Yeah. And I just, I, I'm a traditionalist. I like the, the, the way good. things were in college right. football. I enjoy that. Like just playing Baylor, as we're going to talk about in our next segment. Like that was a special kind of preseason early thing. I think that was going to be a lot of fun overall. Like yeah. I said, my thing was I just didn't love what it was going to do overall to the Pac 12. And uh, we're seeing that play out now with some of these schools and a lot of limbo overall and uh, just the state mm-hmm. of college football in general. But it is going to be exciting that uh, Utah gets there as well. You mentioned, and we both think Utah belongs in the top five. I talk about the other teams that belong up there i think you do obviously put tcu there based on what they've done too and i'm yep. very curious to see what kind of t- season tcu is going to add it seems like some people have overrated and a lot of people have underrated them just expecting that regression because of some of the talent they've lost you mentioned texas tech is set up for a lot of success i do like that team coming into this year especially with the quarterback they have over there as well and kansas state what they've been able to build yes. to and i would even i'd throw baylor in there. i think that yep. plus utah would be kind of my five yep. for the top five programs any other ones you would swap in
1: not bad. I do think, oh, here it comes. Oh, no. I'm worried about what you're going to say. I do think the Cougars,
0: <laughs>
1: I do think not the Cougars of Houston, but the Cougars of BYU will make a case. They will make a case. Okay. I, I got that.
0: As long as you didn't case. say above. Above, we would have closed the episode. No. It, I, I think Kalani
1: Satake pulls it together. And they're a good, I am just excited to have Utah. And BYU. Look, let's let's be very clear here. Everybody, everybody, let's all gather in real, real close. Utah has dominated BYU in history, has dominated BYU in the history of this series. Let's get even closer. Utah has dominated BYU in the last decade. The last 10 years have not been close. Utah owns this rivalry. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you can't, put, you can't put BYU above Utah when you look at the head-to-head in the last decade or so. So I want to put that out there, but I, so I do think
0: BYU can make a case to be good, to be good in the Big 12. Well, and first of all, I absolutely agree with that. I think there's definitely a world they can get boosted overall. And one thing we can talk about as well is Drake, I'm just excited that this rivalry I think is going to get more Pink attention up. that it's always Pink deserved. It, it's, everyone in Utah always gets excited, right? Like I'm newer to the rivalry um, since going to Utah. There's only been yeah. a couple of rivalry games that I've been able to experience as part of. So I, but the hype here has always been good, but the national hype, like ESPN just never like ESPN would broadcast it. They didn't really care. Uh Like it wasn't that big of a deal. And look, once if it goes into rivalry week, it will get swept up a little bit in the Auburn on the iron bowl. Of course, the game, Ohio state, Michigan, some of those, but I do think it's going to get a lot more attention. I think, especially because some of these finishes have been a lot of fun. You had a couple years ago with a Jason Shelley, a high school, uh, Texas high school football legend as well. Uh, Let a crazy comeback against the Cougars. Like if that's in rivalry weekend, I think that gets a little bit more hype nationally right. versus it seems like only people in Utah know about that. So I think this rivalry in general is in general is going to be a great boost for the Big 12's brand too.
1: 100%. This is this is one of the top 10, top 15 rivalries in college football. I yeah. really believe that. Wow. And it is the, the premier rivalry in the Big 12. If not, sorry God, the only rivalry in the Big 12. And I know, I know what you're thinking. Oh, there's Baylor TCU and there's Farmageddon and Arizona, Arizona State. Nope. Let me be very clear. Nobody cares. Nationally, nobody cares. When you ask somebody, name a top 15 rivalries in college football. None of those come up. Pick the Sunflower Showdown. <laughs> that's a terrible name for a rivalry. I didn't know that was the name of the rivalry. To Kansas, Kansas State it is terrible. Um, this is the only rivalry in the Big 12 right now that that gets national recognition. The others, maybe they hate each other, but at the end of the day, nobody really cares.
0: Yeah, and compare the ones you were talking about to what the Pac-12 tried to make Utah and Colorado into for so long, which was never a rivalry uh, between the fan bases overall. Today's episode of Locked on Utes is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Football season is about to kick off, and FanDuel is giving you a chance to win all season long. Because right now, when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. Just pick a team to win the Super Bowl, and you'll get bonus bets every time for every victory. If you guys think this is the year for your squad, you can get rewarded for that every time they win in the regular season by going in and making the Super Bowl bet on FanDuel Sportsbook. And you can use the bonus bets you win every time your team that you think is going to win the Super Bowl just gets a regular season win on things like the spread, player props, over-unders, and even more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sportsbook. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. So make sure you guys head over to FanDuel and check out the great offer that our friends at FanDuel have going on for you today you know what would be really fun drake is if a rivalry when rivalries develop between just other programs that aren't like traditionally thought of as rivalries when the new one's brought up and i think utah versus baylor has the potential to be that and that's going to start with them playing this season. I think when you look at Dave Aranda and you look at Kyle Whittingham, two defensive minded coaches overall that obviously would prefer to run the football offensively, but are willing to put it in the hands of a quarterback they trust in general. But this game is going to be a lot of fun this year. I it's very, it's a very, it's a cloud of mystery right now because of the Cam rising health situation, even the Brant Keithy health situation. But the nice thing for Utah is their first game against Florida is the 31st. They don't play Baylor until the, I want to say the ninth, I believe it is now, but they, they play on the Thursday. They don't play again until the Saturday. So they get a couple extra days and uh, every day could matter when you talk about the rest and recovery overall. If Cam plays, I definitely think Utah can go in and beat Baylor. Heck, I would predict them to beat Baylor. I just think this Utah team with the level they're operating at right now. But I definitely think if Cam plays, Baylor can absolutely win this game still, and I think they very well could be favored just because it's at home, especially. And uh, yeah, if Cam doesn't play, Utah is going to be in a lot of trouble if they have to go down to Waco. I believe
1: it's tough because you get a Baylor team that really sucked last year. They were bad, six and seven overall. At one I point, high,
0: I know that's why you're high on the future of BYU. Right, of course, because
1: <laughs> they beat yeah six and seven Baylor. Um, this is a, a squad under Aranda that won a Sugar Bowl, that won a Big 12 championship. They've got the pieces, the right pieces back. They brought in the Barrington brothers from BYU to, to anchor the offensive line. Baylor's going to win eight or nine games by virtue of the home schedule. Eight home games this year is absurd. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> if Cam Rising doesn't play, be, Utah could certainly be one of them. Um, I just, ah, there's, there's too many question marks around Baylor to really give a good, all right, this is what's going to happen in week two. And there are too many question marks around whether or not cam rising plays for Utah. Utah is the better team, but I can Mm -hmm. tell you this, JT, they're going to show up in Waco. It's going to be in the 100 degree, Uh, 105 degree range with 38, 40% humidity. The on the field temperature will be about a hundred. This is real 140 to 150 degrees. And I don't, the, the hottest I've seen it at McLean Stadium is 181 degrees. The players change shoes at halftime. I, I'm i worried. They also don't allow shade, no cover, no shade on the visiting side for opposing teams. Oh. Utah, as you know, people say, don't, oh, it's just the elements. There's no way to practice for that. There's oh, no hard. way to practice for that. Utah's going to, they're in for a big wake up call because of that alone.
0: And, Drake, can you guess what uh, this Utah's worst defensive performance of 2022, what environment it came in? Oh, would you tell me it was hot, humid, and muggy? <laughs> I would tell you yeah. that. <laughs> As no. well. well, and it sucks. It
1: sucks. To me, uh, I, I, too, college football traditionalist, to an extent, mm-hmm. believe that this game should be moved to AT&T Stadium in Dallas. Ooh, you got two fun. really good and obviously you that can't, fun. it won't be, there's no way that would ever happen. Uh, but you have two teams that are really good at football that deserve to play a game. That's not affected by the weather, but mm-hmm. it reminds me of Iowa state, Iowa state would come down in Baylor's schedule uh, usually the first big 12 game every year. And a lot of those were in the 100 degree range and you could tell they, they couldn't have shade on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. That Those, those kids from Iowa were, were really uh, struggling out there with the weather. It's going to happen. You know, it's happened to Albany last yeah. year when they came down, it's going to happen. Yeah. And it sucks. That that's going to play such a big part in this game, but put that as as storyline. Number two behind cam rising.
0: Yeah. And it is something as well. Cause and we both agree like that. It's going to play a massive role as we just discussed as it played last year at Florida, but we also said Utah's the better team and they were yeah. one cam rising, better decision away. I know we did the whole if, ands or buts thing. So don't, don't jump on me for that. Right. In the second year, Drake, But if cam had made the right decision and and I'm trying to even remember if there were other people that were open, I think Dalton might've been open for a second, but either way, uh, not throwing a turnover there. Yeah. Utah still wins even in that hot of environment. So Utah is absolutely capable of going in and getting a win down there, but uh, it's going to be fascinating to see how it all plays out in week two Drake. And it's just going to be fascinating to see how th- this whole situation works out with Utah to the big 12, the four corner schools, all the other additions to the big 12. And in, in general, I am now that we are officially on this chapter, it's something I'm really excited about all these new opponents and everything that it's going to lead to, um, as the host of Locked On Big 12, I am curious. What is your thoughts on everything? So look at this. I, I'm i going to say it. BYU fans
1: have made us all think that BYU is the biggest brand in the state of Utah. Uh-huh. And the reason BYU is the bigger brand nationally is because Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.
0: Yeah.
1: They are the Army Navy of religious schools. When nice. BYU plays in Houston, they pack out the stadium because they send so many missionaries across the country. And it's not like, that's not in jest either. I, I, there, right. I have an affinity for, for, for schools that have history, a commitment to faith. I mean, that that's great. I went to Baylor. So mm-hmm. you've got a massive fan base and the fat, you are the flagship school, the fastest growing religion in the world. So you get the brand from that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Football wise. Let me rattle off something. Utah, top 25 at all-time win percentage. Top 25 in wins in the last 100 years, last 50 years, last 25 years, last 10 years. Win percentage last five years are number 13 in the country. Top 15 team in game grades over the last 10 years. So that kind of gives you a metric on consistency dating back to 2013. All of that, JT, boils down to the word good. <laughs> That's the dominant football program in the state of Utah. So mm-hmm. BYU can claim the brand Utah's got the Utah has a, a historic football program that we overlook because BYU screams in your face. And I love BYU fans. I like the silent majority of Utah fans. <laughs> I really have, I have an appreciation for both, but let's be clear with what that rivalry is, what it brings to the big 12 and what Utah is. Utah is the football powerhouse. Look at the all time. was like 62 to 35 against BYU. Yeah,
0: Look at that and know that Utah is going to be just fine in the Big 12. Drake, I'm very curious how Utah fans are going to react to this episode because if if by some miracle they made it to the end of the first segment in which you were poo-pooing Utah, mm-hmm. I hope they made it through your first part of that, which you were taking mm-hmm. down Utah, and then proceeded to profusely praise them after talking about BYU. So I'm hoping they made it through because I, I, think, they'll, I think the majority of them will like you, but Drake, I, I can't lie to you. You might still get a couple of those fans coming at you after something. They're
1: going to love me, and yeah. they're going to hate me.
0: But no matter what they watched, that's all I need. That's true. That is absolutely true. Drake, we greatly appreciate you joining us. And if people are excited about the Big Twelve and want to learn more about these teams in twenty twenty three, of course, where should they head over and listen to?
1: Well, you can block me at Drake okay. uh, or you can follow me at Lo Big Twelve. A lot of content at Lo Big Twelve, or on the Locked On Big Twelve podcast, wherever you get your podcast, or on YouTube as well. Go find us on YouTube. It's usually a lot of engaging guests, such as yourself, JT. I have a lot of fun stuff going on over there.
0: Drake, it was great joy- having you on. Thank you for joining us. Uh, absolutely, JT, anytime. All righty, that's going to do it for today's edition of Lockdown Youth. We'll be back tomorrow talking season predictions and diving into more things Utah football related.